0: Seltzer King's Podcasts. Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the
1: 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli, and...
0: And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians.
1: That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more.
0: So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network.
4: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch Sex and the City for the first time ever,
2: mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And we have a very special guest today. We have a very special guest. I think it's our first
4: musician. I think it is our first musician. Um, I think it's our first
2: person that lives in Nashville, Tennessee, I believe. We We had to snag you because we usually, it's hard to get people when they're traveling through. And uh, and it's going to be great for radio because it's not your classic New Yorker talking. We have country musician Elizabeth Cook here. Elizabeth Cook, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy.
2: Uh, I want to
4: this is great. I have a few I have a few like factoids about you that I'm going to read off and then you can tell me if they're true or not. Okay. Just to introduce you to to our fans and also just to go over some of the things you're into. So you are a country singer based in Nashville, but you're from Florida originally. That's right. Okay. Um, You've played at the Grand Ole Opry over 400 times. That's right. Okay. What? That's insane. That's right. I'm Whoa. not done yet. Mm-hmm. You host a Sirius XM show called Apron Strings on Sirius serious XM Outlaw Country. Correct. And then you were also and I think this is awesome. You're on The Adult You're on Squidbillies, The Adult Swim I'm show. I'm On Squidbillies. You're, yeah. You're what's you're the voice of which character? I'm the voice
3: of Tammy. Okay, I'm a cool. recurring character um.
4: So yeah. you're you're comedy and music and like Nashville country like Grand Ole Opry.
3: I guess. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's. I I mean, I haven't you know drilled it down to that, but I'll take that.
4: I'll do it. I'll do it for you.
3: Thank you. I feel like I have better perspective (laughs) on myself
4: already. There you go. Wait, what's what's Squidbillies? I don't know this show. Squidbillies is. Well, you can tell us what Squidbillies is because you're on the show. Yeah,
3: it's um, it's a cartoon on Adult Swim. Uh Comes on Sunday nights, and gosh, I think it's in its eleventh, or twelfth season. It's been around forever, forever. Yeah, and it's an Appalachian mud squid that. Uh, you know, it's it's really great. It's smart yeah. commentary on the South and everything that you would think yeah. about the South and sort of making fun of the South and totally getting away with it, which is hard to do. And yeah, it's <laughs> also so like crazy. They do adult a good swim. Job.
4: It's crazy adult swim oh, style yeah. too. It's like insane. insane show. It's That's insane. Great. Didn't yeah. you do like a Squidbillies cruise at one point or something?
3: Well, Squidbillies came on the Outlaw Country cruise. So SiriusXM does a cruise for the okay. Outlaw Country listeners. Okay. And because of my relationship with them, I connected them, and they wrote an episode for the cruise, and they. We came on the cruise and we did a live reading. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. it's pretty great. It's going to air this season. Oh, it's that's awesome. Air. Yeah, and, they, and we're going to show it on the boat. The cruise is going on again. It's fifth year. Okay. Sold out cruise okay. ship of 4,000 <laughs> outlaw Country three fans. Oh, that's amazing. It, it's that's nuts. insane.
4: Now, real quick, before we get into Sex and the City, I want to talk about outlaw country a little bit because I my parents are from, my mom is from East Texas, Lufkin, Texas. Mm. My dad is from Panhandle. And, uh, He's from like he was in Oklahoma, then moved down to a town called Tex Line, which is literally the the state line of Texas. <laughs> right, it was like That's a such a good town. name for a city, Tex Line. It's just <laughs> the line.
3: Yeah. They spent a lot of time on
4: that. <laughs> they did. They're
1: like mm. uh, Tex and Line. Tex Line. Yep.
4: But Should I, be. the only country I knew about growing up was. What I think would be the United States
2: of America. Yes.
4: That's the only country I knew about (laughs) our red, white and blue country. Uh, No, it was outlaw country, which is like Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings. Mm -hmm. How would you describe outlaw country for people that don't know what that is? Yeah,
3: It's definitely those folks. I mean, there's an exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame right now that goes in depth on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's not necessarily a literal uh, definition of the term outlaw. But these are guys that sort of uh, bucked the Nashville system, and and at that time, Nashville was making really slick music with orchestras and all this stuff, and so they weren't into that. They liked to smoke their weed. They liked to grow their hair Mm long. They liked to do songs by singer-songwriters like Billy Joe Shaver and... Robert Earl Keen and and there was a whole great uh, singer songwriter Texas scene and so those two things sort of married mm. and um and made what you know we call outlaw country as a genre and it's, it's good
4: stuff. That's cool. That's, That's awesome. incredibly surprising to find out that Willie Nelson smokes weed. It's wild,
3: it. isn't it? <laughs> That's it's insane. Wild. I know. No idea. I know. He's so angry. You He's, know.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Would would you consider your music outlaw country?
3: I mean, um, only in, in 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 those terms, really, in that. You know, I I did have big music road deals. I was on Atlantic Records, I was on Warner Brothers Records, mm-hmm. I was almost on Sony, and I could not get along with any of those people. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> and I was writing weird songs and smoking a ton of weed and yeah. you grew, grew my hair all. out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So here I am. Yeah. So I think so. I mean, I would say yes. I think that's fair. Sounds okay.
4: like all the boxes check. I, I think. think yeah. And and also you th- another thing I was gonna say as I was listening to some of your music today. And I feel like it kind of fits with some of what we've found out about Sex in the City because you have a song called, and you're gonna, ha- I'm gonna screw up the title, but It Takes Balls to Be a Woman. Yes, yeah, sometimes it
3: takes balls to be a woman. Yeah. And that was incredibly close. Well, yes. Well, yeah, I missed the words, <laughs> but it's off the
4: album Balls. Yes. But I feel like that is kind of like what we've seen from Sex in the City, which is like, it's a lot of women, like the, fir- the pilot about the show is, Carrie wants to learn to have Carrie wants to have sex like a right, man. man. Yeah. Right. Miranda's like always trying to buck the system as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I feel like your style of music, I would say, I don't know. I mm-hmm. you would know, you say I that?
3: I I would I would even venture to say that sex in the city might have informed that record. Wow. Mm-hmm. Really I mean I, yeah. I mean, I was such a heavy watcher of that show I watched it a lot and then I watched it over and over again and it was just so easy in those little 20 minute you know snippets and and Uh, Great to watch late at night and just one little episode after another. It was escapism to New York City, which I fantasized about. It was girlfriends. It was alcohol. It was good shoes. It was like everything that I cared about at that time in my life. So I know that I was watching that show a lot when I wrote that album. So I would, you know, yeah.
2: Do you remember how you got introduced to the show?
3: I wish I could. I, You know, I think that I kept hearing about it. Sex in the City. I just kept hearing the title. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, you know, well, guys probably something raunchy that I don't care about. Whatever. Yeah. I was really into, like, indie films and documentaries. And I was doing Hollywood deals. So I was going down. I was like, Who but who is Cassavetes? You know? And so I didn't really <laughs> care. But knowing that HBO often does quality programming, at some point, I just happed up on an episode and loved Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. And, and then I just fell in love with the show. Mm-hmm. And then I went I think I was at a yard sale and found like a season on DVD. And that's how nice. I watch. I watched it on DVD
2: mm. and the
3: plastic covers actually like ripped on yeah, some of yeah.
2: them. Yeah, <laughs> I've
3: like watched it so much.
4: Okay. Yeah. Because when we first started watching, was it your sister, Kevin, that yeah. found a
2: DVD set for us? Yeah. On, and, at a yard sale? Well, now DVD, like there was a while that it's like, that's what everyone got for a gift like Sopranos <laughs> or Sex and <laughs> yes, the City, all the DVDs. The Wire. Yeah. Yeah. And now you can... The, My sister just found, like, every single season on the sidewalk for free. but it's like...
3: I don't know what to do with mine. I mean, I I feel like this is going to be worth something. But but now I have, like, the HBO app on my phone. Yeah. You know, so I can...
2: I know. It's a little easier to get rid of, to justify keeping books. But I have some DVDs that I'm like, I'm not going to get rid of this because I remember when I bought it. yes, And everything. But it's you know sometimes you're just like what am I going to do I don't, I don't even think I have a DVD player anymore. there's
0: some
3: I can't let go though there's things that I have that I can't find you know yeah. some certain documentaries and yeah. things that yeah, I, yeah. I like yeah. Like, oh, and I signed up for Fandor or whatever, and yeah. then I can't find it on Fandor, and I'm pissed off because I'm paying, like, whatever to them. It's like, yeah, well, they don't have this document.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: But they, well, also, there's good special features on DVDs that I feel like they don't always put online,
2: too. Yeah, they don't, Where like, like, they don't do commentaries anymore, like, on... I feel the like YouTube, YouTube, it's not, I'm not, it's not perfect, but I remember, like, Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings, like, got obsessed with he's like, I wanted to know all this stuff when I was growing up about how to do movies. So he got really into special features. So there's like 40 hours of all this crazy stuff. And, and now there's like stuff on YouTube. You can see some behind the scenes stuff, but it's not as curated Mm. as when there was the DVD and it was like, you got to pay 20 bucks. And what you get is like five hours of like knowing the ins and outs of this. Mm. But there's, you can find a lot of stuff on YouTube. Do you remember the Lord of the Rings special features on the
4: Lord of the Rings DVDs that came out? Yeah, they were they like, are, they the the DVDs look like bound leather books and they yeah. are just like hours and hours and hours. hours. I bet they're, on the Sex and the City ones, there's probably, there's got to be at least some sort of good thing of special features.
2: On yeah, there, I would think. Yeah, and the I remember the, I never bought the Sex and the City DVDs because this is the first time I watched the show. But um, I got all, all of Seinfeld's DVDs and they got really into like, they have commentary on, like, almost every episode. Really? and Like, hours of sit-down interviews and stuff, so. We got to start doing commentary on our podcast.
4: Yeah. We need to raise mm-hmm. the commentary
2: track of, <laughs> of every episode I felt of like
3: when you said that, it, it really triggered. Yeah.
2: I, I was going through something at time when we recorded that thing. Said that line. <laughs> I couldn't really express what it was. Like.
4: I just found out that the Beastie Boys actually did commentary tracks of all their albums. Oh, I don't know where it exists. Genius. But they go through and talk about, like, oh, we were making this. Like, this was going on oh. and that kind of thing. Which is really cool Where do you find Something like that Is that I don't know I saw it on my Friend's Instagram (laughs) Go to Craig Rowan's Instagram He's a comedy writer Uh, You can
2: see a clip Of it there Awesome That's awesome I'm sure if you Google it You can find it Somewhere else too So um, What uh, We're We're gonna watch The season two finale Okay We've never seen the show have you seen? And what? Yeah. Have you seen the whole tell, show? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right,
1: cool. Good, good. Yeah. Do you still actually watch Sex and the City? You know, you, you, see, know what? you used I to mean, watch it all yes, the time.
3: Yes. Yes. So, so I got an Apple TV in my den in my house. Okay. And, and I have this theory that the Apple TV is caught blocking the internet from my bedroom TV because I don't have an Apple TV on my smart TV in my bedroom. Right. So I can't get online on my flat screen in my bedroom. I got problems, (laughs) y'all. So (laughs) so I've been laying in bed with my iPad and my iPad is real old and stupid and the only thing it has on it is um HB. It does have HBO on it. HBO Now app. So yeah, just for something to kind of unwind to and I know it's sort of just like a familiar at this point. It's like
2: friends. That's what it Yeah. Like the show, but also literally like literally a friend. You're like, oh these four girls like I know what I'm going to get. Here they are. So just recently,
3: yeah. I started revisiting it like five years after my divorce, you know, life and, yeah. Yeah. and so much more life under my belt that yeah. I relate to it in a whole different way. And I think yeah. good shows do that, like good songs do totally. that. Totally. That's know? true.
2: Yeah. I agree with that. Do you, um, okay. So we're, do you have a favorite episode or favorite season?
3: Oh, man. You know, I'd have to um,
2: think about it. You know, yeah.
3: To... I mean, I really do like, this season, a lot, um, season two, where she yeah. goes through the the breakup with Big mm-hmm. and sort of the transition of of getting over that and yeah. how to navigate mm-hmm. like a a breakup and, and everything that you go through.
2: Mm. Yeah, we just the l- end of last episode was when he was in the Hamptons at the Hamptons Hoedown, and he runs into Big and the girl that he's with. Yes, and Natasha we
3: were, with no soul.
2: See, uh. we, see, know, we so people. We, we didn't like, know she was going to be on. We just thought it was like a single oh, thing. And one then of, yeah. People yeah. started commenting on our Instagram. We're like, oh shit, she's here for a while. Yeah, they were like, oh, you met Natasha for the first time. We uh-huh, were like, we yeah. just thought it was a rando girl.
3: Oh gosh, y'all wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I oh,
4: cannot wait. That People have told us after that, the Hamptons episode, they were like, I'm scared. Yeah, well, people she... were like, just get ready. The show okay. itself just kicks up. That's what everyone's I'm told us. I'm so
3: tempted to spoiler. You, spoil any- you can spoil anything.
1: Spoilers, by the way, are, yeah. off the Spoilers are off the table. Spoilers
0: but really? It's
3: been a long time. Well, all be- I want to say is just one comment, is that there is a moment where Carrie and Natasha with No Soul is going to bond. They are they are going to mm. bond.
4: Wow. But that's what I like about the show, is that I feel like those are real moments. And it's
1: brutal to watch. Oh, it's God. brutal. It's brutal. It, is Steve going to be there when they bond by any chance? Oh. Steve,
3: which one? Steve, is that... Um, Steve Miranda's that, boyfriend. Oh, Miranda's God, boyfriend? I No. Do you not like his, Steve? No.
1: Wow. He's
3: so goofy.
4: I love this. You sure you're not thinking of Skipper?
3: No, Skipper's goofy too, but. (laughs) I mean, Skipper's goofy in a cuter way. Steve is just like (laughs) with those dumb basketball shorts and his dumb basketball (laughs) shirt all the time. And he's just walking around. I can't wait. I can't wait for a good Steve talk later.
4: I'm
3: not into Steve. And and, I mean, but I mean, he's probably a good balance for Miranda. I mean, she's so, and she's a nerd too, you know. So in her nerdy, like, uptight way. He's probably like the perfect like cocker spaniel man for her, or whatever. But <laughs> no, not into. Yeah, he's a, he's.
2: Goofy. We we may not know him if they're not from the first two seasons. But if there was one or two guys on the show that you're just like, oh, woe is me, mm-hmm. I'm
1: I'm gonna need that. I want to write a song about that guy. Well, yeah. Who is it?
3: Um, guys that I liked or didn't like. Let's see. Guys that you like. That I liked. Oh man! Okay, this is going to stunt me. I, I I haven't thought of the show in those broader terms in a in a while. Well, you can
2: do um, you can play a game of of uh, FMK, F for you people at work right now. F I, Mary Kill with guys from Sex and the City. Yeah,
3: right. I mean, I like the um. There's the guy that she gets with. Uh, I think it's well, you would have seen this. He's she's it's the guy that you she just hooks up with that's kind of snarky snarky dude and then yeah and then she sort well he's like oh I'm just gonna he just kind of uses her for sex and then rolls on and then she decides she's gonna do that and she ends up doing that too yeah yeah. I thought you know that's I thought that was kind of cool but that may just be where I am in life right now (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, that dude
2: (laughs) for me mine would be fuck turtle marry turtle kill myself because my life would be horrible with turtle (laughs) just kidding
3: (laughs) Do you remember Turtle? Turtle, refer turtle, to my turtle. Had
4: breath. turtle had bad breath. Oh, Turtle! With Samantha. And she
3: dresses him up in Helmet Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yes, yeah. oh, Turtle. And he loves the pears, all the different, or he's always, the mushrooms, like, the mushrooms and the, the pears. Mushrooms. Like, he's, yeah. goes, he really, like, goes down the rabbit hole uh, see, with his palate. we
2: got a real fan. You not even right. remember. I tell you, yeah. So, um, okay, well, we're going to go watch season two finale, and then we'll come back and talk about it.
3: Okay, let's Great. unpack it. All
2: right. All right. Episode 30,
3: X. And the city. After learning of Big's engagement, a freaked-out Carrie tries to cope with the ramifications. Miranda sleeps with Steve for the first time after their breakup, and Charlotte tries to overcome her fear of horseback riding. Samantha dates a guy who's Mr. Too Big and is determined to overcome his over-endowment. And now, back to the boy.
1: welcome back everybody wow i'm gonna need a seltzer to Holy talk about this finale man. that was cr- my emotions are parched jeez louise let's just dive right into it There's lots a lot of, of happening john do the recap x in the city we're talking about x's in this episode a lot of different x's we're talking about big we're talking about steve we're talking about Taddy the horse we're talking about samantha's boyfriend with a small wiener we're talking about Every, all of them. We got tons of exes. Uh And guess where they're at? In, in the, the city, city. <laughs> and they're in the city. S- kicks it, kicks off right away with uh, Carrie Miranda walking to Steve in his basketball shorts. Yeah, you call it his, completely as with as- his basketball. Mm-hmm. Mixed, he was holding the basketball. Mixed reactions amongst the crowd when yes. that happened. Yes, very mixed reactions. Ugh. Yeah, this was not into
3: not into it. it.
1: I can honestly say it was the most excited I've been in the last twenty five days. <laughs> well, don't. I-
3: He's don't a get excited dangler.
1: In, when you get excited <laughs> in basketball
2: shorts, it's a major problem. It's gotcha. Because like, like, um,
3: everything's so dangling around in true. there yeah. and he's just dangling everywhere. That's what it we
2: is. wore in middle school. It was Umbro, all the time. Umbros in middle school. Yeah, if you yeah. don't
1: have a trapper keeper handy, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Steve had a basketball, but then they split from him. So um, that happened. <laughs> um so we have uh we have Miranda running to Steve. We have Carrie calling Big to, to form a friendship with Big. Um we'll talk about that a little bit later. What happens there Uh, involves some dangerous stairs and, and some uh, trays falling in a restaurant. We have, uh, we have Charlotte trying to uh, get back into horseback riding. She sees a horse in central park, misses her horse, Taddy and, uh, and tries to rekindle her love of horseback riding. Lastly, we have Samantha meet who meets Mr. Cocky on the side of the road and, and uh, things are a little bit too big even for Samantha. yeah, Mm. Um, I gotta say, that that Charlotte storyline was pretty
2: forced.
3: It was so forced. Forced. They had to write Charlotte into that episode and that's how they...
4: Yeah. Well, John always says whenever you see, it happens a lot with Samantha and Charlotte, whenever you see Charlotte with this one storyline with a guy or something that you're like, this is never gonna come back. But my question is, is this one gonna come back with her and that horse? Are we gonna see that horse again? Do
3: you really want me to answer that?
4: Oh, is... The no, back. no, yeah.
3: no. She does end up down the road... In a relationship that is a recurring storyline
4: gotcha. with, with a guy, okay, but it's not um, that, that a, horse, and it's a prominent. It's not Taddy. It's, it's not The horse
3: and her mother-in-law is amazing. in, okay. in that storyline as well. So that, that. yeah, there's going to be some new characters, and those characters will be developed.
1: That's good. Okay, to know. yeah. Okay. So like, I mean, I, the horse thing didn't bother me because, like, like Corey said, every single time, like Charlotte gets in some sort of relationship, you know, it's going to end in some ridiculous fashion. Yeah. So yeah. why not at least have a horse there where? You know it's diversity. Not yeah, yeah, mix it up. It I will say the provides way provides sh- you
2: with the perfect opportunity to have a metaphor about whether you can. Whether you can tame big <laughs> or Also man,
4: it seemed like I mean Samantha had the whole thing with the guy with the giant penis. Yeah, and there last was never was tiny a, penis. The, and last was tiny. there was never a joke about a giant horse penis. They kind of missed they an really, opportunity yeah, there. They really they would. Would. She did. She could have been like, "I
2: feel like I'm dating Sadie. Yeah, <laughs> that never happened. Do you remember when I told that story on the podcast, like second episode? What about when I was in? I came here my first trip. To New York oh, yes, on a choir trip yes. and we looked over and I just saw the gigantic horse dong <laughs> I mean freaking enormous <laughs> like it was like that guy it's rattling yeah it yeah. really is yeah that's um, amazing, but uh, yeah. Would you? I guess what first thoughts? What first thoughts for you? Yeah, wins a lot. Do you know the last time well, you saw this episode?
3: Oh no, Been a while. no. And, and in my sort of revisit, my recent, my recent revisit to the series, mm-hmm. um, I was about two episodes away from okay. from this one. Okay. okay. Um. So, I mean, it's just. Wow, navigating a breakup in that just brutal moment where you have to move on. Yeah. It is the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. And it's one of the things I love about the show. I mean, it's got a sense of humor, it's silly, mm-hmm. it's got fashion, it's mm-hmm. got New York City. I feel like they do New York City well. They do. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. and for someone that doesn't get to live here and just visit, you know, free, you know, infrequently, mm. i like, you know, it's it's like a fantasy to lunch in places like that and have <laughs> yeah. that kind of life and you know, stomp around in crazy shoes and crazy yeah. outfits and stuff. So, but then also what you learn, not only about, I feel like it's, it's um educational from a sexual standpoint in a country where we are like, we don't have the best sex education in the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it informs that. And then also like navigating relationships with men and women.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: a public freaking service. Is
2: what <laughs> <laughs> I think um I, I know also the, the, the chances i guess in a small town the chances of running into someone are very huge in a bigger bigger city in a way there's i guess since we don't have cars like the opportunity to run into people is like pretty big here
3: wow really like that it, makes sense more more than, on the sidewalk yeah just... more
2: yeah more than you more than you'd think like run into i guess run into people and have nowhere to go mm-hmm. you know like rather than um so, I,
1: I, I don't know. You're all
3: exposed or, and in groups, yeah. sort of transitioning yeah. from place to place all the time. Right. Yeah. So, you're very exposed. Yeah, and, and
1: Corey mentioned this a little bit last week, is that you you start forming, like, parts of the city start forming parts of your relationship. Right. And they are, like, actually, you, you'll walk by a street corner or a cafe or a coffee shop, because we're never in our apartments, and those actually become... The memories themselves. I
3: swear, I had that with my ex boyfriend here on really? this trip. Like, the, really? yeah, that yeah, my yeah. boyfriend is that still in Nashville? But like, we went by somewhere that he and I hung out, yeah, and yeah. even my ex husband. Yeah. Yeah. Like Vasilka's. Like we went. Oh we yeah. Went yeah. To Vasilka's in yeah. the middle of the night.
4: Yes. And That's I like remember
3: a, v- a middle of the like the first time I ever ate there, and yeah, one of my first trips to New York City ever, and yeah, I was
4: amazed. Yeah. So, yeah. And That's it's such
0: nostalgic. a nostalgic. Yeah.
4: Because yeah. even even. Even in in a in a relationship like uh, a relationship you would you you would still be in you'd be like oh remember we went to a in the middle of the night or like remember we went to Katz's or whatever yeah. and all those things and it's so much more pointed in other yeah. things mm-hmm. where you're like oh this is the map of the places I went that I especially can't if, go by
2: yet or whatever. yeah if somebody works at some place and you're like you have a certain route that then after work I always used to go on this route and then I, you you just may not walk past a certain street you do like every single week for a year. And then you see you end up like on a street that, you know, is there, but you're like, oh, shit, this is the street I used to always walk down mm-hmm. right. to go pick her up from work or something like totally. That. And um, and yeah, and and I think what I liked about this episode is it was like in that situation, if you see your ex play it cool. Totally screw over the guy from the bodega, run away, leave the flowers, and embarrass yourself. That's exactly. how, that's <laughs> how you handle it. That's how you handle it, totally. And um, just leave him standing there. Yeah, there was actually a lot of of running away from and not paying a business because they did that with the horse too. Yes, they right. just ran out. She was no, like, she had
3: already paid. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they, that's true. Carrie says you already paid, but, but you paid. she was already saddled up. I know the guy did saddle the horse up.
2: I would also, have loved if Charlotte just like fell in love with that dude, just like that schlubby guy, the horse guy <laughs> with yeah. the maybe, white maybe tennis that's it, Maybe
1: that's her real. Recurring love, yeah, for the show. The yeah. His out,
2: dad yeah.
3: jeans and the yeah. white yeah. tennis shoes it was
4: awesome. Charlotte had some high waisted like horse riding jeans too. She maybe. had her Levi's. Yeah, on. she had mm-hmm. her like old Levi's or mm-hmm. Wranglers or whatever. Five oh fives. Mm-hmm. I did think that uh, the fashion in this episode like stuck out to me because Carrie in that scene. Is wearing like gold, like gold lame shoes and keeps complaining that she's stepping in like horse crap, which I'm like, that's kind of on you.
2: <laughs> also, I don't know.
4: I don't know where there is a stable in the middle of
1: Manhattan. Jeremy like, said there was one, though. It's somewhere. It's it's there somewhere. OK. Yeah. There all all right.
2: the, yeah. I, I guess mean, well, so that, and just and be, there's one in Prospect Park. True. but they probably were in Brooklyn. But yeah, 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 but yeah Well, there's the
3: episode where they do the trapeze stuff too, and that yeah, might yeah. be like in Queens or something. I don't no, know, that's
4: on That's did. in Chelsea. That's in a, in that's Chelsea. right off okay, the so West Side that's Highway. It. That's true. So, so yeah, it makes there
3: is, a country girl like me be like, wow, there's
4: yeah.
0: everything there. <laughs> oh my God, y'all.
4: There's also I think I said this on this podcast before, but there's also a <laughs> shooting range in Chelsea where I used to go into this building for auditions, and as you're walking past the first floor, you are
1: and oh there's just a, like,
4: it's like a police training and, uh, you can get a, you can get a membership there to get, just go shoot guns during the day.
1: So yeah, that's stuff just like all around. That's crazy. Yeah. I will say that, uh, like bitter upset Carrie, I think is my favorite version of her. Really? Like post, uh, her conversation with big when she was hanging out with Charlotte and she was just in a really low place. I really enjoyed that Carrie a lot.
3: She does it well.
1: Yeah, she oh, yeah. does. Was that when they were walking? No, that's the when they were iron? in the ho- when they were in the horse stable, and she was just oh, real yeah, salty, yeah, yeah. complaining about her shoes. I don't know. I just thought it 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 was a def- a different version of Carrie. She's either like happy or trying to figure something out or like freaking out. And so just to have her down and out and upset and cursing and and getting pissed about her shoes, getting- she's
3: able to inflect pain in her voice. Like, yeah. there was a moment yeah. where she's on the mm-hmm. phone and she's talking to him, and she says like we could be friends or something. And the way she, when she says something like her voice breaks yeah i felt like it was in like gener- oh you yeah. just like you can yeah. feel her pain
4: the acting was really good in this episode it was yeah there's a yeah. lot of really good acting in it yeah
3: agreed i think the dialogue was good and yeah. it's always easier to act well when, the, when you've That's got something true. to work with and well you written. can tell when they have to say the goofy lines that are kind of like yeah ah, that was a force joke the dialogue yeah, totally. was
2: good but michael patrick king you, shame on you to mr big mr uh, too big goldie cox
1: Shame, shame, that was, shame Gold, on you. Goldie, that was rough. Goldie Cox. That shame was on you. I, yeah. you. I want. It just right. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, no. let's, let's talk about Carrie's question that she asked. She said, um, if you love someone and you break up, where does the love go? Is it possible to transform love to friendship? And
4: someone, I told you this, but I retweeted this on our Twitter account. Someone put up a thing that said, breakups in 2018. And it was that same picture of Carrie, but it says, if you break up and you love someone, where do the memes go? <laughs> That's what it is in 2018. Where do your memes go? What happens to them?
1: So do you guys think love is like uh, what it, energy? Like it, it can't be created or destroyed it just it just well i think uh from a philosophical perspective is that the right did i say the right principle there i think you did well you were a philosophy were you a philosophy major i was okay so we don't talk about thermodynamics too much that's right yeah yeah. so
4: maybe this is more psychology than philosophy but it would be like where does the like is love energy i think that that points to there's some form of loss so she's like yeah she's just like you have a there's like an emotional hole because you're like I had this force going somewhere, and now I don't know where that goes anymore. And so I was used to directing that at something.
2: Now that's been taken away, the, so I don't know what I can do with it. And I think the problem—the problem so you is date a horse. Yeah, date a horse. <laughs> but um, the problem with exes and being trying to, trying to be friends with them has nothing to do with the energy that was created between those two. It's between the new couple because it's like there was something created. So if you're trying to like the reason why the generally smart thing to do or generally proven thing to do is to cut off the X and not have a close relationship after is right. because there's another person with new feelings that you're trying to build something with. Right. And it's just like, are there stories where it goes well? Yeah. Are there more stories where it's like you end up, you know, creating something that causes trouble in the new relationship you're trying to build? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm
3: definitely from the the Miranda score. It's like, I need you to not exist. (laughs) We didn't work out. I need you to not exist. I am that. I'm like, yeah, I would rather just this have like, go away now because I'm going to have to completely reconfigure everything and it's too much work to reconcile whatever didn't go right here into something that's okay. Like.
1: Right.
3: Why? Which becomes increasingly
1: difficult with social media existing. Yeah. And being able to just completely monitor someone's life after you break up. Oh,
3: my God. And you shouldn't dismiss history, I guess. You know, that that person was part of your life. If there's a way to not lose all that investment, maybe that's good. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's always managing that because I think sometimes like if it ends on good terms, I don't know, sometimes it can it can help when it doesn't end on good terms, because then you're like, or if the person marks it, it, not even like ends in a mean way, but it's just like, hey, I do not talk to me, wish you well, and that be it, because it always ends up being like, I think I can handle that, and then you get whatever thinking you can handle it is, and it's like, no, you can't, like, something happens, even I was thinking about Natasha, is that her name?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Natasha, Natasha,
2: like, in the car, even when it's like you touch someone's hair in your face it's like that's my fucking fiance after, like, my,
1: after our engagement party
2: yeah, yeah like even that is like I get it within the show it's not real life they wanted their creed in that moment but I'm like but do you think Natasha had seen the Robert Redford movie because if so she would have been cool she would have understood she'd be like oh that's a Hubble moment did you say uh- <laughs> The spaceship? Can I the, just well, say well, she's
3: also not emotionally charged, which is why he works with her, so it of course it wouldn't be a problem. Natasha has oh, no problem with anything ever. See, That's which we I don't
4: know, we don't know this yet because we don't uh, we only know like Oh ha-
2: spoiler alert. God Damn it. Sorry, no, I'm I totally kidding. You That's said like, spoilers were no, no, okay. no, no. They, are, they
4: are okay. Yeah, we've heard we well, we've heard that she comes around again. We just at the Hamptons party, she was now she's, in hindsight, yes. it was a thing where she was like
1: it's, it's, I've heard a lot about you, Carrie. And then she just walks off. I'll be That's honest. Like I've see. been nothing but impressed with Natasha though, so far. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, She's just class. She's a class act. She's she cool. Seems- she's, she was interested in meeting Carrie at the party. She seemed cool with Carrie. Putting her hands in Big's hair, which she shouldn't have done.
3: She's the Ivanka Trump of Sex in the City. It's I mean, so, she's just like, she's just kind like of that. like glazed over, looks gorgeous, yeah. moves perfectly. I was going to we her
2: on foreign policy, even though she has <laughs> no, no
3: idea what she's doing. Totally. <laughs> right. She
4: seems like she, yeah, she, yeah, she seems like she cares about things, but is very detached.
2: She, uh, wait, isn't Big in real estate? Oh, wow. Big I as Kushner. Jared Kushner.
1: <laughs> oh. oh my God. Is that his name? We don't know his name yet. It could be. It, it could be uh, Jared, Jared Kushner. City
3: has manifested itself into yeah. our political culture. Yeah, yeah. it really
1: yeah. has.
2: So we have a Ruthiness from Instagram says, have you tried to be friends with your exes? Uh, be sure. I know you will talk about Steve. That's what she said. So have, I mean, you said you can't do it. I haven't tried. Uh no, I definitely haven't tried. Have you? Uh, not really. No. Let's start I that mean, tonight. I had Kevin a get out your phone. <laughs> <laughs> let's all. You know what? Let's do an
4: Let us all get out for the next fifteen minutes. No, I, I not not like a serious ex. Like a one, Like there have been people that I I am patently like not good at it with any level because i don't like confrontation but i've like gotten to the point where some people are like it's
1: fine idiot like we went out for two months but like a serious
4: relationship no
1: i haven't yeah, yeah see, i'm that's I'm like that's my too. problem with with carrie's like if you love someone and you break up where does the love go my love for that person goes and steering me in the in the doing a complete 180 and going the different direction mm. like like what you're saying if i have like feelings for someone and we break up I am going to steer my entire ship to be going the opposite way. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to th- like, I, 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 I haven't figured even you'd say it you just went into fucking crushing it in the gym, it, crushing it in the gym. is yeah. part of it, man. And that's well, usually where, Yeah, <laughs> but like, it's it like, I have no desire to be friends with someone, someone like them exes with. If it, if it was a serious thing, there's no desire for me, like even to want to have that friendship mm-hmm. to even want to do what Carrie did. It's just like that person for all intents and purposes, has like been cut off and it's, it's just done. You know? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I don't have
2: that much trouble with this whole question, because I think the people that force that question usually don't end up reaping benefits. They end up reaping a bunch of drama just based on the fact that it's like it doesn't usually work. I've, I'd love to hear your story about how it works. If anyone wants to message us stories about how it works, I'd love to hear. them. They don't apply to the majority of people, though.
3: Yeah, I think sometimes if people, you know, if you were married and had kids and you have to figure out a way to right. work it out, you, but yeah, when cordial. you have no incentive to, to do that going forward, yeah. you have nothing that you have to share going forward.
2: Here's the, here's a perfect hey. example. Okay. What's her name from Fleetwood Mac?
3: Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Stevie
2: Nicks. They thought they worked it out. And who was the guitar player? The what's Lindsay his, Buckingham. Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. They thought they worked it out, right? We can be friends. We can still be in a band together. Guess what? They just kicked Lindsey Buckingham out well, of the band and then he fucking sued him. Right, right. Well, They I can, couldn't handle it. So
3: I'm, I have like an ex that we sort of like pretend to be friends because uh-huh. we still, you know, have like a ton of mutual friends and we're in the same community and all those yeah. things. So it's like, uh, and not friends, but I guess we pretend to be friendly and okay. Yeah. But, but it's totally, it's under the surface of that <laughs> like politeness there's like there's seething resentment and even when there's not from my direction then i'll find out i'll get it from him like oh you've still got like the light bill in my name you bitch you know (sighs) Uh uh, oh god you know i don't know so you
2: do you does that ever come out like face like at parties or face to face or is it just like are you guys ever in the same room
0: at Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm.
2: is it weird or is it Mm -hmm. just like okay Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Has it ever bubbled over Exit into... Exit
3: as quickly yeah, as yeah. possible. Like, you know, try to make it... Give just enough to make it socially okay and yeah. then get the hell out. Yeah. You yeah. Know?
2: yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's um, the toughest part is the sharing friends part. That's what's kind of oh, nice about Big and Carrie. They don't share. They don't they have any friends. They have no true. friends, so it's an easy cutoff.
3: That is the that is the trickiest part. Yeah.
4: yeah, and all of Big's friends, like that we've seen, are just older single real estate guys. who yeah. are all like hi hi how are you yeah. So like he doesn't hang out with anyone in her world. Um, or yeah. the woman that uh, only had clear liquids at her party
1: was that was that <laughs> one of <Big's> friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the woman that didn't have anything that was brown. Yeah. Can I say that? Um, I really related to, um, Samantha in this episode a lot. How so. The scene when um, they were describing the movie with Hubble, and she was just completely out of it. Almost every single time you guys talk about something pop culture-ish, like the whole Fleetwood Mac thing, I'm just straight M- Samantha. I'm just so confused as to what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Is it I'm just watching. music?
4: Because we've talked about this before.
2: You you it's a lot never of, really listen to music. Yeah, it's not like, a, you're not a big pop culture
1: I guess I'm not. Just I, like I thought I was, but maybe, I mean, I, I just don't know, like, a lot of the references. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I, get I did that. think that was a good scene with Samantha's being like, what? When you I were don't... talking about the Lord of the Rings special editions looking like a book, I was right there with you. I knew exactly okay. what you're talking about. Good, but you yeah,
3: know. I totally did not. I was Samantha. <laughs> <scenario. laughs> so at some I have point, no I, clue uh, anything Someone's always, Yeah,
1: someone's a Samantha at all, at all times. Someone's a. That's Game
3: of Thrones territory for me. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, glaze over. I feel like I a Samantha.
1: Yeah, whenever
4: people get really intense into like politics, policy conversations, I'm kind of the Samantha. I'm always like,
1: yeah, I don't know. We
4: should help people, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to.
1: I don't. I don't know that's how funny, to navigate this. I, I could listen to Kevin talk about that. All day,
4: yeah. I can, well, yeah. I can talk about it all day. <laughs> listen, whether
2: or not you can or won't, he will make you. <laughs> yeah. whether You sit there and listen. You sit there and take it. All right. So, who here has seen the way they were? I have not. Novels? I have not. You have?
1: Long, it, long, Is long, that the movie they're talking 17. about? Is it, yes. Yes. Is it okay. as good
2: as uh, they say?
3: You know who really loved it was my mother. I mean, yeah. it's an old movie. Um, I mean, not like black and white. but Is like,
4: it like 60s or 50s? I'd say, like that? I think it's more 70s. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. yeah, more 70s. Streisand and um, is it Robert Redford? Robert Redford, yeah. 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 And,
2: and the, the, the guy that plays JJ, he's the third person on the list, is named Bradford Dillman. Oh, what a (laughs) Dillman. That's a good name. Uh, I'll read the, it says opposites attract during their college days. Kate Murawski, Barbara Streisand, a politically active Jew meets Hubble Gardner. (laughs) IMDb is just harsh. Like (laughs) a feckless wasp. That's what he is. So it's a Jewish person and a wasp which is what's that white Anglo-Saxon Protestant yes. yep. yeah. years later in the wake of world war II, they meet again. And despite their obvious differences, they marry Hubble wants to be a screenplay writer. So the two moved to California, despite Katie's objections, they prosper there. But as the Hollywood blacklist looms, Katie's activisms threaten her husband's reputation. Ooh, that's kind of that like McCarthyism? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's actually got a little layer they didn't even cover in here. Yeah, I the name that. Is
1: Bradford that was Dillman? It. That's what JJ's name is. I think we need to use that for our fake assistant that we're going to be creating soon. Oh, yes. Barbara Dillman. Barbara Dillman.
0: <laughs>
2: Barbara, Dillman. Barbara Dillman. Yeah, we, we are going to get a... Uh, we're we're getting a fake assistant, so... Yeah.
3: <laughs> you no reach out getting... to Barba. Um, you can DM her yeah, if totally.
2: you want. B.Dillman uh, at gmail.com. That <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's what... Uh, uh, should we... We shouldn't say our plan? I don't know. Should we? Is that... A, I mean,
4: I, at this point, now we have to. We've already started I talking think about, gr- right? I, I think it's... Think right? I think
1: I, we'd be very apparent about our plan. We'd be very uh, open okay. about it. Well, if air. that's the strategy. We... None of us have discussed this other than
2: a text that I got that just said, scorched earth. <laughs> Well, we were talking about getting. We we're talking about some certain guests that we that we want to get in contact with, and we were talking about strategies of how to get a hold of them. And then John and I. It was my birthday weekend, and I was a little tipsy, and I just told John, I was like, you know what we do for guests from now on? Scorched Earth. We just no more strategy. We just reach out to whoever, whenever. And we said we needed an assistant. Yeah, a fake, a fake, a fake a assistant, fake female right. assistant. So we okay, got it. So the name will be Barbara Dillman. I thought this was gonna re- be a real plan.
1: Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, so the plan so is scorched earth. The most effective plans are plans that you tell your enemies you're going to do and still <laughs> execute them. You hear that, Chris Noth? Barbara Dillman will reach out to you and she will book you on this show. You're getting Dillman. Okay. Well, that being said, I think listeners, if you have a better fake assistant name, please let Send us, us, know. us your fake assistant, us your, assistant name. Do and ever, make sure that when you when you
4: imagine
2: what they are, make sure they're a feckless wasp. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you you? You probably have a manager, right? I do. do. So like if you got do you think if we reached out to you, to your manager or our or you personally and we just said, We're these three guys doing this podcast, we wanna be on if you just literally said like, Hey, this is their their booker, they do this podcast, mm-hmm. do you think the the fake assistant would help?
3: I do. Absolutely. Yes. So? Oh yeah, you gotta have a front.
2: You <laughs> gotta have you gotta have a front.
3: Well, it makes you seem like like you've got enough going on that you can't be handling the details because you guys are too busy, like, you know. And
2: to be honest, that's... Rolling. That is true. We are in overheads and we can barely handle it. So, I think, have us creating a fake thing. That's just us being even Barbara, more. And then the best
1: part is is if we ever get big enough where we do need the person, instead of finding the right person, we just have to find a Barbara Dillman that's looking for work,
4: <laughs> or we find the right we find the right person. and we're like, if you really want this job, you'll, you'll legally name, you'll name. legally change your name to Barbara Dillman. Listen,
2: you're you're qualified in every way. and we really love you. The only problem is, your name so listen richard just change it to barbara dillman (laughs) okay that's all you can do okay all right we're definitely unless you guys think we should change it barbara dillman which stands for uh the the way we were and then it's a nice little in joke and then we can say it to michael patrick king when he checks his email yeah (laughs) you doof (laughs) the other way to
1: get them on (laughs) call the creator of the show a doof (laughs) all right let's talk um Let's talk Carrie and Big in the restaurant. I think that was a pretty important scene. Do we know what restaurant that was? I'm sure they said it, but it looked like it was like, it looked like it was like, a
4: bank lobby in the 1950s yeah. that they just set up tables. That was an there.
2: expensive scene. I mean, there's tons of people in there. a lot of
4: people in that. Maybe they maybe they just shot it guerrilla style and they, they had, didn't even have permits. Yeah, that was just regular. See, lunch. I love
3: how you guys sort of unpack it technically. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs>
4: there was a lot of. St- there's a
3: continuity
0: problem. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if anyone
4: heard me, but you it was. There was one Miranda scene where I just under my breath I went. That was a bad cut. Because this is one like weird edit, but yeah, so that scene was a uh, it was it was a pretty charged scene. Big is super nervous walking into lunch. Yeah, first no, time we've ever seen him
2: off as cool. We don't see big. Yeah, nervous ever really. He
3: keeps his cool.
2: Yeah, and Man slides. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. know what? I guess now that I think about it, I like the fact that it was like, "What are you doing, Big?" And the reason why he's going and she's going are totally different. He's going to tell her the news and wouldn't go otherwise. She thinks they're going to start this friendship. And I guess I didn't put that I knowing when it was set up, I was like, why is he even doing this? Like, why is he playing with her heart like this? And I guess looking back, I'm like, that's kind of nice, dude.
3: Yeah, it was, was it, nice? it well he, his intentions are are good. it's, yeah. a, it's fumbling, but how else is he going to break that devastating news to her? Yeah,
0: yeah. And
3: so I mean it shows that he still cares enough to take time to try and and, and he even calls and yeah. follows up after it goes badly and it's like all like really. Yeah. Heartfelt and and he still he still has a he still has a soft spot for her. <laughs> and it does give you hope though when he's nervous at first it's like oh my god, he's nervous too. Their chemistry is undeniable. <clears throat> yeah but like, yeah. they're gonna you know they're definitely gonna get back together Yeah, yeah. and the tension of that carries this series yeah. yeah the tension of uh the on and off and trying oh. to make it work with mr big carries it and, and
0: right.
3: every relationship she has going forward is just like eh, not big
1: interesting yeah. wow what was her intentions in calling him like just to be friends just really she's, yeah
2: She just wants to keep this thing going. She's like, wait, keep this thing going and being friends or
4: keep this thing going and be like, I want to be friends, but I want to. She was just writing an article
1: that she wasn't even sure it was possible to be friends with someone. So like, was she really hoping for a friendship? I, yeah, I think so.
3: Well, she says that that, uh, with the girl, she says, well, it's so childish that you know we have this deep connection with someone and then you know that we can't even be she basically implies that it's immature to not be able to move forward with them Mm -hmm. in some capacity
4: yeah yeah (laughs) sorry i'm just like thinking about Yeah. yeah 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 no yeah you're right like she i don't know I don't know what her intentions were, but it the, the emotional like blow up of that completely makes sense. From a from a thing of like getting a bomb dropped on you. Yeah. And yeah. also I don't think there's any way she couldn't not have that. I think that like the best you could hope for is they have a lunch, he doesn't break that news and then at the end they're like Well friends like it's going to be awkward or they do
3: what miranda and steve did and start making out right
4: totally which that is also very possible that can
3: happen and so yeah i don't know i mean i think she's feeling around in the dark trying to reconcile it doesn't feel good as it is and she's just feeling around in the dark trying to make it feel better and yeah like grasping at straws really
2: yeah i think it all ended up being i guess everyone kind of did the right thing in this which was kind of nice like, everybody everybody was, like, acting in good faith, doing the best they could do. Miranda, Steve, Big, and Carrie. Like, I mean, Carrie blew up at the restaurant, but I totally understand why. I guess there was no one that I'm like, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? Like, I was kind of in with everybody. Said I mean, like, Steve. Oh, well, hey. <laughs> we need to what?
4: talk about Steve. We do need to talk about Steve. Did you so- know? I will say when this. Though, to her apartment before apartment. we talk about Steve, I will say Shut one up. thing that I, because we've talked about this, like, John rails pretty hard on Carrie sometimes. And, like, I was
1: okay with her, I think,
4: this I, episode. The thing that I thought was interesting is, like, she has that blow up at the restaurant, which, like, with emotions you're like okay sure i can understand that but then on the phone call she was like she basically was like i overreacted i'm yeah. really sorry i feel like that's one of the
1: first times we've totally. like seen
4: her come back like
1: that if she wouldn't have done that and she if she would have like gone to her friends and just complained about big i thought that was a real mature thing of her to do to, to apologize like that and that actually made me okay with her blow up because it was realistic it's probably what would have happened and that would have been fine. What I wouldn't have liked is is for her to not to acknowledge it, you know? Totally. Yeah. Seemed like it's some maturity. Well, now we gotta go back to Yeah, we gotta talk we gotta talk about your your beef with Steve. And we would okay. like to do that. We'd like to do that in a separate uh part of our podcast. What part of the podcast? Um Well
4: It's a favorite time.
0: It's a favorite guy. It's Steve. Talk. Miranda. Oh, <laughs> All right. No.
1: Welcome to Steve Talk <sighs> podcast within a podcast where we talk about Steve. That's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, our guest today, today our is guest Elizabeth. is not a fan of Steve. Elizabeth Cook on Steve
4: Talk. You do not like Steve. You're no. the first person that we've talked to about Sex and City does not like
1: Steve. <laughs> is it the basketball shorts?
3: Well, that's part of it. <laughs> that he's but, a dangler. He's a dangler. He's dangling around in his basketball shorts, and he talks like a baby. He talks like a baby. I'm like, you're a grown-ass man. Man, because like, some people find that endearing. I don't. do not. know If I went out with a guy and like, he like goo-goo talked to me like that with his basketball shorts, I would be like, get out of here. Um, Go
1: we, away. We frequently in Steve Talk like to reenact scenes of Sex and the oh, City. And I was hoping no. that maybe... I'm going Uh, to
3: Steve for Halloween. I just decided. (laughs) You met. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it won't be hard. Maybe
1: you could. We could do a scene in which you are a woman at Steve's bar and Steve tries to uh, um, pick you up and uh, offer to buy you a drink. And maybe we could hear what your reaction would be.
0: Okay.
3: Lay it on me.
1: Wait, are you in this scene? You're a woman. Are you, are
4: you yourself? Elizabeth yes. Cook, oh, the yo, singer? Let's, well, let's yes. define
3: okay. that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I am. So you're oh, okay. you. You're okay.
4: you. You're back in okay. the 90s in okay. New York City. Okay. He saw you at Rockwood. Yeah. He just wandered into
1: yep. Rockwood. There we go. That's our scene. Okay. okay. <clears throat> All right. You're bartending at Rockwood. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> okay,
1: cool. We have the scene set. Okay. <clears throat> Action.
4: Uh, I saw you on the uh, stage playing. And, uh, hey, my name's Steve. Uh, what's your name? Is it, uh,
1: Elizabeth?
3: Where are you from?
1: <laughs> I'm, you sound
3: uh, like a seductive third grader. <laughs> like, wow. like a third grader's trying to come on to me.
4: Wow. Well, you know, it. it's kind of like we're on the playground right now and you're the girl with the pretty voice. You're so.
3: creeping me out, man.
4: Oh, okay. Well, uh, is it these basketball shorts?
3: <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not into it. When's the last time you washed those? <laughs>
4: Wow, for a Southern girl, you're really mean. You, uh, <laughs> I thought they were supposed to be sweet down in uh,
2: the South.
3: Well, for a New York City man, you're really soft. <laughs> oh,
2: man. All right, uh, it's a baby. I'm gonna go cry now. Man, she was a real. Man, she was a real. You were a real pisser. <laughs> That was a real what is, that thing That is an accent. Do. That
3: is a... Re- that, where, where, what He's is that? that Queens? Queens. He's supposed to be from Queens. He's supposed to be from Queens. I, I was Queens. I was a lucky guess. <laughs> that, was that was great.
4: That was man. That, that was, was great. Good. You really handled Steve.
2: Yeah. I thought I thought he was going to pull you over I and get a date with clearly have a
3: lot of problems with... Well, I know like, you know, growing up how I grew up. If I took Steve home to my father, he would <laughs> be like, um, I don't think
0: so. <laughs> I don't oh, know.
4: Oh, man. Yeah. Steve. Well, Steve, the scene he had with Miranda where he went to her apartment and he was like he was like uh, he, he went in and said his, his feelings were really hurt. He's a very sensitive guy.
1: Very sensitive. He it was, was a like, shitty thing that Miranda he,
4: did. He was like, it's a shitty thing you did to me, Miranda. And then he that's was like, That's not no. that shitty. They're running away. I agree. I don't think it's that bad. But I don't I think it's think,
1: that bad either. I don't think it's that bad. She I, has
3: no obligation to speak to him completely. ever again. Yeah.
1: Steve then, is the one who overreacted there. Yeah, that's true. But then he got her back. He went in and he kissed her there. Yeah, where friends aren't supposed to kiss. Yeah, he said the friends kiss here. <laughs> he did. The friends right kiss the, right in the neck. Couple, <laughs> oh God. Couple
4: friend kisses. That was. Oh. I thought that I liked that scene. I was like, that's a well written. That, 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 okay. like that was like a well played, like rom y type scene.
3: I will. I will say that was a strong game moment for Steve. That was a strong game. He yes. was. He was exerting himself. There we go. He was acting like a man. There we go. In like, okay, I'm gonna like. He was come not on in basketball shorts.
1: He was wearing yeah. pants. He but was wearing pants. Yeah,
3: yeah. He was probably still dangling around
1: there, he just wears the baggiest boxer shorts
3: uh, he does yeah, you, you can about see his business in that and i was like you're right please please i swear there were peeves and, and when i was laying up there, was like so what are we now and i'm like well let's get some some briefs and we'll talk about we're it we're gonna get steve into
4: some like those uh what is that to exist to exist uh, boxer yeah. briefs those, yeah like, or me or me undies, me sponsored this podcast for Steve. <laughs> for
0: Steve,
4: wait. Speaking of wrong. another dangler, real quick, Samantha dated the guy, Mister Too Big, the guy with the giant dong. We do we we covered that. She uh, at the end, yeah. she said she missed James, the small I, penis guy. So
1: I was actually I, in the season one premiere. I thought it was played out how they went with the small penis stuff a little bit too much. But doing the callback and bringing this guy as being Mister Too Big, mm-hmm. I actually really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was like it played out really well. Uh, I liked some. I liked when they said, you know, and, and now Samantha's made her first friend because yeah. I love how I loved her uh, Black Widow analogy of like biting off their head and just like get rid of them at all costs. And then that scene where he like came in, cuddled her, and she like gave him a hug. I thought was really. She stuff. had
3: empathy for a man.
1: That's true. She did, and I do feel
4: like
2: she. Yeah, I agree. That dude. She grew. If he, if he was like. It kind of is a bummer because at a certain point he's just gonna have to be like before they even go on a verse date, just be like, I just need to know, do you have a big vagina, or right. else this isn't gonna right. work out.
4: Do you think that actor actually
2: has a tiny penis? Um, he that lo- guy was massive. He was jacked. That guy was
4: huge. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. He, I don't
2: know. I don't want to speculate. I mean, not big Jenny enough to like says. to ruin life with Samantha. Certainly, because <laughs> um, was... she's she's seen a lot of dicks in her day. So he must have been rocking a massive dong. He must I thought have been. it was
3: very believable. I that's
4: why I thought the whole
2: well
3: cast.
4: Yeah. Well <laughs> there you go. All
2: right. I'll stop there. Um well, here's one here's one question that we can finish off with and then we'll do our our uh our scores, but it said it's so good this point onward S Newton 123 said this. Oh no, no, no. Sorry. They asked another one. Someone said um said oh, I'm sorry. I thought I had it, but I lost it. Oh here, uh, season three marks a huge change for the series. What are your predictions? So, why I, I say just because some of the things that I do know, I predict that Miranda and Steve stay together for a little longer, and I don't know if they break up again. I think I don't think we would handle another breakup with them. I think they're together from now on if <clears throat> if that's who she ends up with. And also, I think Big does not get married to this girl. That's my guess. Um. I think tonally the show
4: continues in this like a little more dramatic. It feels like it's like settling a little bit in a good way. And like the writing is like not all crazy jokey all the time. I think Carrie is going to like settle into single Carrie a little more or maybe like get into relationships with other dudes. I say that a little bit just because of like what you said and like what we've heard from people. Um, I feel like I wonder if. No, I was gonna say Charlotte. No, uh, Samantha gets in a relationship, but I don't think she's gonna yet. Um, and I feel like we're gonna get a little more Stanford Blatch. I feel like Ooh. we're gonna. Ha- I feel like we're gonna have some sort of guy characters coming back because we've we've had a run of the ladies and a bunch of random dudes. We need like another Rock fifth character yeah. person. Yeah. The Rock. Dwayne we Johnson? need the Ro- we need Dwayne Johnson to come in. <laughs> Who would Who would the Rock date? The Rock would date Samantha. The Rock Absolutely, would have been right? cast as the big penis dude. Absolutely. Got it. Yeah. Um,
1: I think what uh, I think the end of this episode where they said where Carrie said, Maybe I couldn't tame big, or maybe it wasn't that I couldn't break Big, maybe Big couldn't break me. Yeah. I would love to see what that would look like for a man, quote unquote, to break Carrie, to like to get her to settle down, to get her to not be so wild. Um and so maybe um maybe a boyfriend will enter the show that does that to her. Interesting. Yeah. And She realizes she doesn't like it. Interesting. Um, and then I think something serious might happen. Like you said, with the tone of the show, we're settling down a little bit. I could uh, see uh, something serious ha- that happens that really s- tests the, their f- their friendship because yeah. people always say how great their friendships are, how much they admire and love and respect their friendships, and relationships are serious but I think we need something like a life event to happen. Yeah. Miranda goes to jail. I think Miranda's going Miranda go to go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> That's what um, I think she's going to go to Rikers Island for sure. She spent she's an Mueller entire season in Rikers. Yeah.
2: yeah well, we let's let's do our scores and then we'll end the episode with playing one of your songs. Do you want to choose one of these songs mm-hmm. while we do our scores? And we did. We started this, uh, I think,
4: last time. But guys, okay, everyone, right now, get ready. Write your scores down. Get get it in your head, boys. I've got my score. I've got my score as well, John. You have your score. I got my score. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth, you can do your score last. We'll do. We'll do our three right now. So ready, everyone. Do we want to say them at the same time or yep. just go into? Okay, ready. One, two, three, four. Point 3. 3.25. Okay, John, we are twins. John, you're a
2: four?
1: four. I was a four 0. Nice, and you're three point two. Yeah, three 25. Why are you three point two five? You start.
2: Um, I don't know. There's something about it that seemed like predictable. I kind of knew all the moves. I liked the moves. It's not a bad thing, but. And then I really didn't like the horse thing at the end. I thought that was forced and really a stupid, like, did you tame him? And I just wasn't into it. It could just be a timing thing. Maybe I could watch the same episode tomorrow and give it and be into it. I just wasn't into the horse thing. And then when it tied together in the end, I was like, eh, nah. But I still really enjoyed the episode. 3.25.
4: Uh, I gave it a four. Um, I, I, I think I, I like end, final episodes that like tie up well. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this one, I th- I, the horse thing is like maybe a little cheesy. And I thought the, especially there's a shot where the lighting on Carrie is like very highlighted where it's like, I'm going to be off and be my own woman. And that was like a little, but whatever. But I, I liked, I thought that everyone had a pretty strong thing. thought the writing was pretty strong. Um, and I feel like if I was watching this in real time, I would be like, whoa, that season wrapped up pretty well. We have some things going into next season. Big is engaged but clearly feels weird About it like I felt like there were some good cliffhangers And I do feel like even if it was a little Cheesy you kind of go out with like having your heroine go out on top a little bit like (laughs) Carrie's like got the road ahead of Her seemed like it kind of completed some Good uh I don't know just some good possibilities For the future
1: yeah this episode just Checked a lot of good boxes it had some Good scenes with all the girls uh all Of them had uh Good individual scenes although Charlotte's was a little bit forced um, I loved the scene. I loved having big back. I loved having Steve back Um, Overall, I've laughed a lot. I laughed a ton during this episode I thought there was like a lot of just really funny stuff not necessarily like like ridiculous gags that happened But the acting was really really good. The script was really good. Funny episode had fun would watch it again 4.0 cool Elizabeth cook
3: Oh, oh, I didn't know I'm gonna I rate it too? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And you um, it's
4: it's one to five cosmos. cosmos. You can do okay. half cosmos, quarter cosmos.
3: I'm not used to rating these episodes in the in these terms, but uh, um
4: it's our own system. We developed it. Okay it took years um, in a lab.
1: It's very serious. I'm gonna, too. I'm
3: gonna go four point five cosmos. Um, nice. I, I, yeah, I really do love this episode and that's in, you know, through the filter of watching having watched all of them. And I think it's because they're are some truly some authentic moments there that I could relate to. And then there's the trademark sex in the city things, the goofy puns, Mm -hmm. the fun fashion, Mm -hmm. all those things. And then I think I agree with you that there was a nice resolve yet uh, still some intrigue that's going to play into, well, what's going to happen next. So Mm -hmm. it's here. I feel good. I feel like, ah, okay, I'm going to exhale with her at this moment. Mm -hmm. I'm also wondering what's going to happen next, which is, you know, the components of an excellent season finale, mm-hmm. No, So yeah. I
2: agree. I agree. Um and nice. then what what song on Instagram you're Elizabeth Cook for Sheriff. Yes. I love that. Yes.
3: I'm making America one county. <laughs> That's great. I you guys I love knew that, that. yeah. That's it's awesome. a new thing. Thanks.
4: We will vote for you. Thank you. Yeah. Where, where? Oh, before you say the song, where's the best place for people to find you on, in in the internet? I'm in on world?
3: Instagram. I hang out on Instagram a lot, okay. and every, mm-hmm. all my tour posters and everything gets posted there. And I'm I insta story like a maniac because I'm single and awesome. bored, and I've already watched Sex in the City like five <laughs> times. So I have no life. Um, so yeah, Elizabeth Cook for Sheriff, and then I have a website as well. Cool. I'm on awesome. Twitter and Facebook too. But and mostly. your
4: music's on Spotify, Apple Music, and you can yeah. buy it on there and on oh, iTunes that. and everything. Great. Yeah. And what, what song are you going to play us out with?
3: Well, I, I don't have a new album. I, my last album came out in
0: 2016.
3: Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't a relationship at that moment and a lot of the song everybody thought that the critics and all this stuff thought that this record was going to be about the death of my parents and all these Mm -hmm. other things that had transpired but really they were about this relationship that i was in that i knew was doomed Um, so watching that episode and sort of scanning the songs that are on that record i thought about the song slow pain okay um it's got yeah some infidelity lyric in there yeah slow pain wow
4: all right, uh-huh. well then let's let's go out to slow pain and guys. That's a wrap on season two of Sex in the City. We'll see you
2: guys next week. Thank you, guys next much, week. Thank, Thank you so much, you guys Elizabeth. It. It so much awesome. Thank you much for having me. I had a blast. Awesome. Thank you. Well, enjoy slow pain, guys. We'll see you. Bye. Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com,
1: on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.